Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Shan, this week's sponsor message is to highlight something very important to our sisters the world over. Indeed it is, Tam. We are proud community ambassadors for a beautiful charity called Catherine House. Now, they're a crisis support service for women suffering domestic violence and experiencing homelessness. We are really passionate about helping each other when we need it the most. And sadly, no one is immune to this. Domestic violence comes in many forms and women can unfortunately find themselves experiencing homelessness for a variety of reasons. Yeah, exactly right. And we want you to know that Catherine House is a safe, warm and comforting place for you to turn to if you ever need, or you might know someone that would benefit from their help. Support services just like Catherine House exist in many, many areas around the world. So please know wherever you are, there is a safe place for you to turn to help you get you back on your feet and live the life you deserve to live. To find out more, visit catherinehouse.org.au. Hello and welcome to Motherhood, A Beautiful Nightmare, a podcast for the mother who's flying by the seat of her invisible knickers. Ooh, that's a bit freaky. Wow. Hosted by Chanel Franklin, who is me, and Tamara Linky sat just next to me. I am sitting just next to you and I'm here. In the physical form? I'm in the here in the physical form, exactly, Great. because we're talking all things psychic and spiritual. Okay now, from the beginning. Motherhood, a beautiful nightmare. Oh, Chanel, how are you feeling? You had your COVID jab, didn't you? My second day. one. And you you kind of got a blow from that, didn't you, oh, lady? I, I think it's the universe's way of saying just shut up and go to sleep. Just slow down, lady. <laughs> She's like sitting here shaking with a fever, poor little peanut. Uh, but hang on, we had a really, really great chat with a lovely lady because we're talking all things spiritual and psychic in regards yes. to our kids because you were really keen because Ollie has this sixth sense, right? All right. Well, I think so because he's – and I'm waiting for Maria to validate all my delusions on this. 
delusional. <laughs> because who knows? But at the same time, he's this little three-year-old and saying some weird stuff that you're kind of going, oh, have oh. you got, you know, this ability? And have you got superpowers? Yeah, but when you start opening this conversation up with other mums or dads, they either have a spiritual child themselves or no one. Oh, yeah, my niece is like that or my nephew. Or, there's more out there mm. than we think. So what we wanted to do was basically interview Maria because we've got to know how best to raise them. That's right. And also it might make you stop and think about some of those things that have happened in your life that you've second-guessed and yeah. gone, well, maybe I got a bit of a wow. I got a sixth sense. Oh, wow. Oh. You can really be mystic. Oh. <laughs> Tamara, the high priestess. Also, what we threw in there as well, because Maria's got such a beautiful energy about her, is giving us some guidance on us mums finding ourselves. Yeah. And helping us navigate the chaos of motherhood, but also finding out how we live our true selves. So she came up with some goods. We hope you enjoy this episode. Please enjoy listening to Maria Clark. This episode is... Psychic Kids. Welcome. We have a very special, exciting guest on the red this couch today. And she's she's a marvel. I love her already. And I've only met her for like, what, five minutes? Yeah. <laughs> you come bearing gifts and... Oh, she did. Yeah, we've got a pendulum now and we've got... Talk us through the pendulum because this is what you do. You make them, don't you? I do, yeah. Uh, a pendulum is something that you can get a yes-no answer out of. So you can hold it up. Uh, they're made predominantly from crystals, but it can be anything. It could be a necklace with a ring on it. It can be, you know, when you were pregnant, your mum used just to hold a needle, yeah, or, or hold a ring over to see what what oh. baby you you're having. But I like to make mine out of blingy things, so I make mine out of crystals and beads and things like that. Mm. So Maria, you're on the couch today to talk to us primarily about. Well, we wanted to know. Well, Chanel really wanted to know. I'm desperate big, to know this. Yeah, about kids with psychic ability. I, they, they're in this tender age. I think. Once you open this line of discussion up, you realise how many mothers, parents, you know, across the board will say, my little one's done some bit of left of centre things or said things. And I suppose there's children are children are innocent and sweet little souls, but there's that point of um, trying to distinguish whether they've actually got a gift or whether they are just innocent little beings and at that tender age. So my son, Ollie, is three and a half. Mm-hmm. And he seems to exhibit these kind of traits more than my daughter. A friend of mine said to me, it usually is only is one child rather than both in a family that might, ex- you know, express these kind of psychic abilities. Would you kind of agree with that? Or uh, Yeah, because um, I've got a sister that lives in the UK and I, I'm definitely more um, in tune with this kind of stuff than what she is. Although she does believe in um, psychic and the other side and things like that, we, we both grew up in the same household, then yeah. I believe a lot more in this side than what she does. How did you kind of discover that you had a gift in this area that you wanted to, did you Sorry. kind of block it for a while or what did you do? And how uh, old yeah. were you? Were you little? <laughs> I was talking to my mum about this the other day and my mum said that when I was a toddler, so I couldn't barely speak, she said I was sitting at the bottom of the stairs one day and I was looking at the top of the stairs and my mum said to me, Maria, what are you doing? And I pointed up and said, that's me. She got pretty freaked out. Um, you said that's you? Yeah. As in you saw yourself? Yes. As a child or an older person? I can okay. vaguely remember it, but I think as a child. So I could see me sitting at the top of the stairs. Now, a lot of psychics and, you know, psychic phenomena believe in astral travel and things like that. Maybe I astro travelled at a really small age or oh, wow. and I used to see a lot of 
see and hear a lot of things and a lot of animals. At the time, you you think they're there, but because you're only little and you don't understand. Wow. But it was spirit animal, perhaps. Yeah. yeah. Wow, amazing. Yeah. So do you think the reason why some children may have these kind of, let's call them gifts, because yeah. I believe they are, do you think it's because they are they haven't got that much going on? It's quieter in their kind of minds? Or why do you think, or they're easier channels? What is it? I think my belief is that we're all born spiritual, everybody. Mm. We're all souls. They say that souls jump, you know, when you die, your soul gets rejuvenated if you like and goes into the next person this is my belief i mean i was brought up catholic as well very, yeah I'm, I'm, i come from an italian oh, family so they would have gone what is going on that's right yeah um, oh, did, would you find though the italian catholics are a little bit spiritual in regards well, to the i mean and as opposed to being religious but they yeah. do have that belief of it's funny you, know, you say that because my nonna was very very you know like go to church you know mm. give church some money and things like that but she was probably the witchiest person i've ever oh, yeah she used to you know she used to have potions and wow. if you were getting a cold she'd mix something up for you and give it to you so she was probably one right of the, as rain the next day yeah, Worms yeah. And she, she'd look out and say it's going to rain today and you know well, things like yeah. that so she's probably one of the most spiritual witchy persons that you know right. but she was proper catholic i feel that we're all born spiritual but depending on how you're brought up and depending on your parents' beliefs, if you like, mm. depends on whether you push that to one side mm. or whether you actually go with it and carry on. Because like I say, for, for a long time, I put it to one side, didn't really think that there was anything there. I thought it was my imagination. And it's not until you probably come into being an adult again and then, you know, sort of speak to other people and mm. listen to other stories and things like that. And you think, well, actually, there might have been something in that. It's different for everybody. Some people physically see people. Like as crystal clear as I'm seeing crystal you. Crystal clear, yeah, as I'm seeing you. Some people hear voices. For me, it's like playing a movie out. You know, like if you imagine seeing a movie in your head and I get little snippets of things. So if I was going to give you a message today, they might show me, just for an example, a long time ago back in the UK, I was shown um, some Jimmy Choo shoes. Ooh. So I couldn't understand How nice. It. Yeah, <laughs> I was beautiful. showing them and then they whisked them away from me <laughs> because I couldn't have them. <laughs> so I was sitting in this group and, and you know, we're all, and you kind of doubt yourself because you think, why have I seen Jimmy Choo shoes? I said, look, I don't understand why I've seen this. And, and then one of the ladies, she was like, I can take that. She said, my son passed and his name was James. So... You know, you don't understand yeah, sure. sometimes why you, you get... are the portal. So you yeah, get aren't you? You are the it, you're you? the way that a spirit has the opportunity to, for a message to come through. Yeah. So what does it sound like? Sometimes I hear my voice being called if I particularly need to see something. So I do go through phases where I ignore the messages. And sometimes you you'll get it'll be the middle of the night. If my husband was sitting here now, he'd confirm it. I'll literally jump up and pull the quilt over my head and I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because it's, it's scarier at night, isn't it? It, it's it, like, is, it is scarier Can at you, night. Uh, why do they come at night, by the way? Because I think that's because when you, when your mind is at the clearest. Yeah. Right. So if they need to give you a message, that's when you are not thinking, the kids aren't screaming, the dog's not barking. 
and you're not thinking about a million other things. Do you know, because that's mean of them, just like to say. <laughs> it is. You think they would have learnt, because when I die, I'm not going to go, oh, you suckers are going to come down and freak my kids out. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I would love to do it Please in a very Please do it at 10am in the morning. Where it's a little bit, you know, things are happening and then they go, oh, hi, Mum, no big deal over their cornflakes. Because, because why? Otherwise you're freaking people out left, right and centre. Oh, I tell well, you. Oh, this will make you laugh. The first thing that I thought of when my dad, my dad passed away last year and the first thing I thought of was, oh my God, he's going to see me naked now. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> it's going to be everywhere. I thought that about my grandparents who have passed on. I'm like, and I do a lot of thinking in the shower. Yeah. I do, I love it. Shower's like That's my kind of... That's why you're in there for so long. Yeah, yeah. Dad would say that. Get out the water. You know, metered water or whatever. So English. The water bill. Turn it off. <laughs> Turn it off, Chanel. Turn it We're off. We're not made of money. You and your Jimmy Choo's. <laughs> I never said Jimmy Choo's. I would like some, though. I would like some. But I'm in the shower having a good old, you know, oh, I'm thinking about things. I'm asking for help or or guidance from grandparents that have passed on, but I'm nude. That's a bit freaky. From a spiritual realm, this this meat body, this little (laughs) cavity that we're walking around with, surely it doesn't doesn't mean anything, right. right? So someone said to me a long time ago, and I took this, and this has always stayed with me, you're right. This is just a meat jacket that we wear. How gross jacket. is that? I did not mean to say meat. <laughs> coming from a coming from a vegetarian, I meant a, a vessel. Meat, a I was searching jacket. for the word vessel. And when meat we, jacket's funnier. <laughs> and when we pass, it's a bit it's like your... a condom. A meat. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Go okay. ahead, Maria. When we pass, it's our energy that goes up there. Yeah. And when they come to you in spirit form, they mm-hmm. come to you in human like, so that you recognise it. I suppose mm. my dad passed last year. Um, my dad was a massive Queen fan. Massive Queen fan. As in the Royal Family Queen? No, no, no. The band. Uh, the band. Far out Clarifying. to English. <laughs> massive well, that Queen is true. Fan. And then I got a letter <laughs> from the Queen. Ow. My sister rang me and she said, uh, we've got to organise music for Dad's funeral. What song do you want? And I was like, oh, it's got to be a Queen song. And I picked a crazy little thing called Love. My sister was like, oh, are you sure you want that one? Because it's a bit upbeat. I was like, yeah, that's what I want. So that was what they had at the funeral. Now... I've got an Alexa at home and a Google. You Every, have both. I have both. I'm quite oh, posh. Oh, that's a bit posh. Con- They're both bought for me. Contentious, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. Every time I asked Alexa to play me Queen, she would play me a random Queen song. Yes. Any, any. She's it, not in tune. She's not. If I asked Google to play me, it always played me that same song. Yeah. Wow. And it did it for about eight or nine months. Wow. Then it stopped. So I was like, okay, Dad's moved on. He's so I couldn't sleep last night because I was coming here today. So I said, when I was laying in bed, tossing and turning, I was like, Dad, send me a sign that you're going to be with me tomorrow. And when my alarm clock went off this morning, it played the song. <sighs> Give me a high five. Well, <laughs> yes. Go, Dad. I love that. Do you know, that's funny, that I same love thing that. with the music happened to me. I lost a, a daughter um, at 39 weeks. And um, there was a song that I, around the time when I was pregnant, that I used to listen to all the time. It was a Carpenter's song, Top of the World, you know, such mm. a feeling's coming over. For me, yeah. And at times when I'd think of her after, that song would sometimes just come on when I'd be thinking of her. And it oh, would right. be uncanny sometimes. You just... Yeah. And it would be random as well, you know, pop up on the on the radio or on your Bluetooth or whatever. So, yeah, I do believe that there's ways they send messages, they do. right? Yeah. Yeah. And music is, I think, a real powerful art form. I remember <laughs> when I went for my first scan and I was really nervous and I was just about to go in in the waiting room and Elton John and Kiki D came on and I lost my auntie a few years mm. earlier. She literally just had a massive heart attack 
and mm. that was it. She was only 45, but we were extremely close and she would have absolutely just been amazingly close with, with Summer. I was kind of nervous and I was thinking about her and asking for a sign. Not at that – and you often don't get the, the ask for a sign and then you get the direct sign back, sometimes I'm sure, but in this instance – she was a massive fan of Elton John and Kiki D. Yeah. You know that song? Go back in my heart. And that came on right at that moment and I burst into tears because it's an emotional mm, moment where music is. can connect you yeah. to, to someone that's crossed over. It brings it all back. It does. It yeah. does, not it? There's lots of ways. I mean, do you guys ever see number sequences? Like 11, oh, 11, 11, 11 yeah, okay. 222. No, that what's that? Oh, I've, so yeah. if you see number sequences, so if you ever look at your watch and it's 11, 11 or oh, yeah. you look down at your radio or a number what's plate. What's the two one? It's just basically spirit trying to connect with you so oh. they're trying to give you a message oh, i didn't know that butterflies um yes. okay so here's this right so i have been seeing butterflies recently about five a day and they're white and i can't work out what it is sometimes i'm with my son the little spiritual soul or sometimes i'm just by myself and I see them all the time. You're noticing them, aren't you? Yeah. So what, what is that? To me, whenever I see butterflies, roses, you know, like sometimes you'll be driving and you think, oh, God, look at that rose, and it would be the biggest beautiful rose. That to me is them sending love. So it's letting you know that they're there and letting you know that they're backing you up. Yeah. Okay. So if it, if it was anything that particular day or that week or if you're stressed out about something or you're worried about something, it's just a backup really. They're just showing you that they're there and they're That's behind so you. nice. I will say one thing. I was playing in the backyard with Ollie and he often plays in his own little imaginary world. He's three and he was a late talker. So he'd often probably be in his head a lot more than what he was articulating. He's got an older sister who often would talk for him and a mother that talks for him too. Um, she does very well, <laughs> as you can tell. <laughs> and I was standing there and there was a soccer ball in the backyard and a butterfly came and just landed on the soccer ball. Right He's going to be it. a soccer star. Well, I'm hoping. <laughs> Is that what you were thinking? Just yeah. everything, everything's a sign. It's a sign. He's got to play soccer. And then, so, and then my mum's like, what if he goes and has to play in England? I'm like, well, he's not going to start. He's I love how you've already ever. projected that in his future <laughs> that far in advance. You know. Well, you see, I love that because I'm a firm believer as well in manifestation. So mm. if you put out there yeah. good stuff, you get good stuff back. So yes. if he wants to be the future David Beckham, why not? Why not? And then there's this little, be have a little voice annoying too. mum coming behind him goes, my <laughs> son. So annoying. Yeah. Yeah, With her quiet. annoying friend, you'll be long for I the know, ride. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and we want the champagne in the plane, don't we? Exactly. Oh, but that does bring us to an interesting point about imaginary, you mentioned imaginary friends before. Yeah. So I had them when I was younger. Did but you? I, yeah, but I made them up in my head. They weren't things I thought were there. It wasn't drop dead friend. No, what? I don't know how to d- describe it, but they were... I don't know. I had them and I played with them, but I didn't did see them as. You? I'm sure they did. Yeah. Yeah. So, what's to say that's not spirit? Well, I don't there know. But yeah, I mean, what's your take on the whole so imaginary play? You're, you're saying that they were imaginary friends, and yes. you're, you just sat here and said, "Oh, they were imaginary friends," and you know, I had yeah. them and played with them and everything yes. else. Julie and Sue, and they had uh, aerobics <laughs> outfits on because it was the eighties. Julie or Julian? Julie and Sue. Oh, two and they ladies. Very, they both had aerobics outfits on. It's <laughs> basically <laughs> Eddie and Patsy from Ab Fab. No, Is that kind no, of no, nothing no, like nothing that. Like they were that. lovely. Yeah. But Patsy anyway, King. yeah, sorry. But 
how do you know that they're not? They could be your spirit guides. Yeah. They could be people that, because uh, we've all got spirit guides. We've all got people that I would like to say attach to you and they protect you. My favourite spirit guide is Michael. He comes in topless on a horse. Ooh, hang oh, hang on. It's hot. Hang on. Hang on. Where are we find? Why have we, Cat Scott, sorry. So Tamara's been lumbered with Julie and Sue. Bloody and you've Julie got some and... hot Michael. Well, I could have, well, the imaginary friends. He's got to ride bareback with a pair of Wranglers, doesn't he? I know, but I'm you, you just described him to a why, Do I not get a Maybe. cowboy? <laughs> I mean, when you're a kid's different. Well, but, like, I want an imaginary friend as an adult. Julie and Sue now. thought you were better placed with them, love. <laughs> <laughs> but the same respect, I've got animals. There's, lo- there's lots of things around you. I mean, uh, everybody's had um, childhood pets that passed and things yeah. like that, and they, they stay with you. I'm sure it takes absolute practice to learn how to open these portals. For me, it's it's a confidence thing. So you'll sit here and you'll say, okay, I've just seen such and such. Is that me or is that them? And it's having the confidence to actually say, well, just seen this. Mm. I don't know why I'm seeing this, but can you take that? And it's having the confidence to say it. I mean, I did a reading for an elderly man a couple of months ago. He'd retired. He was in his 80s, which was quite strange to have a a man, which to start as, and then an elderly man. And he said, this is the first time I've ever had a reading. So I was like, no pressure then. And and I was getting that he he needed to take some time for himself. So I said to him, look, you need to take some time for yourself. I feel like you're really busy and you don't have any time for you. Is there a hobby that you enjoy? You know, you get one of them that sits there like that and you think, oh gosh. Tell me. And he said, um, I said, look, I enjoy fishing with my hubby I said so he goes oh no I don't like fishing and I said well I'm not necessarily saying that you should go fishing sorry Kevin you don't have to go fishing hot (laughs) tip Uh. so right right at the end of the reading he was like yeah you were spot on with everything Maria he said but apart from the fishing and I was it's like, an oh, example. Yeah, that's and right. You're like, and, like, come yeah. on, don't you know? Don't so quote me on that. Jesus. Things like that knock your confidence. But I, I know that I was trying to explain to him that he needs to take up a hobby, but yeah. he wasn't getting it, obviously. So yeah. it's just a confidence thing. So do you think meditations are really important? Definitely, thing? definitely. You know, and grounding, going out. So what's a, what's a really nice, simple way to meditate that someone can do that they don't? So they go, oh, I don't know how I can because you sit there and you go. I'm just going to do this. I'm going to have this moment to myself. Oh, shit, I have to put that paperwork in. And oh, I've got to pick the getting, kids up at 3 out of your head. Yeah. yeah. Somebody said to me once, which was which was quite quite good, count to five. So if you're sitting there and it's dead quiet and you start thinking things, just say one, two, three, four, five. And once you get to five, your head's clear again. Mm-hmm. So like because you're not thinking about what you're thinking about, it might pop back in again. And then if you haven't got time to meditate, because there's lots of people that don't have time to meditate, don't even have five minutes, I stick a meditation on when I go to bed. And then, and it's playing while I'm asleep. I feel like as mothers, parents, but we're so busy with our day-to-day lives of trying to be there for our kids and be there for our partners and do the day-to-day task and, and trying to channel something for ourselves. And there's so much noise and so much chaos yep. That we might be missing these messages, yeah, because we're so noisy with so many things, yeah. and we're not. You know what I mean? To we're our not intuition because either. we pick the kids mm. up and then we're home, and then we're okay. There's homework. Okay, readers have assigned that form. Okay, you need something to eat. You're fussing over that. You don't want that. Oh my god, nutrition, right. something, something. Go to sleep. We're exhausted. And then we wake up again and do it all again. Yeah. I think that's the fault of the whole human race. I think the way we're going, we're just so fast. And I think I was reading something as well that we're almost losing a bit of that 
intuition. We've always had it, but yeah. it's called it closing up, you know, mm. because we're not focusing on those things. And like yeah. you said, to be grounded, like you were saying. To yeah. them. So what does that mean, to be grounded? To- well, it's like nowadays um, kids don't really, I mean, they've either got a phone or a laptop or, or iPad or whatever, yeah. or they're watching TV. There's not many people that still have their kids and sit them down and make things or do things. I mean, there's some kids that have never got dirty in their lives, which my daughter used to go out and she'd be in the garden with the dog making a mud pie and things like that. I mean, I I think a lot of that is just getting back out in nature. I mean, Mm. go for a walk and take your shoes off, kick your shoes off, walk in the sand. That's the best thing is that they say that, um, the sand or or grass. Grass, yeah. Go, Go for a walk in a forest, you know, listen to the trees and... Things like that is just mm. bringing still. you back. Or watch yeah. ants. Even have you ever just watched ants? Yeah. Remember, we used to do that as a kid. And I get really annoyed when they're in my house, or and I go, <laughs> "Where have you come from? Yeah. You've been eating in your bedroom <laughs> again." But if you find yourself sometimes, you know, when you're waiting for something and someone's late, and you're in a position where there's nothing else you can do, instead of getting your phone out, you know how we always do that. We're like, "Oh, I've got five minutes before I meet up with so and so." I can't my stand phone here out. and look like I've got nothing to do. I must be on my, my phone. phone. Yeah. yeah. So I try. Well, I'm not very mindful of it, but I try and be is to i don't know you observe things just look at the yeah. the line of ants in front of you and what are they doing and it, you find that's almost a source of meditation sometimes it could be that your kids have absolutely given you the the shits they've just been so naughty you just need to have that moment rather than you lose your cool because you're frustrated and pent up as well like you said count to five or taking that time to meditate whether it is just before you go to sleep because you are in your bed yeah five minutes to just try and reset a bit because I think it's more important than we think it is. And then by yeah. the time we haven't done it for so long, then we realise we've gone so far down the track that we're, where have we missed in the middle? Yeah, it's finding yourself again. I mean, as mums, we all do it. You never have time for yourself. Mm. No, um, never. Because whatever time we do have, we fill it with something else. If we've got time right. to just sit for a minute, we'll go, oh, I might make some energy balls in the fridge. Or I've got a crap tonne of energy balls that no one likes in your household. <laughs> You know, or just rather than me laying guilt on myself for not doing all those things, I should just be able to sit there and go... Take a minute for yourself. Don't feel guilty about it. That's the problem. I think people Mm. feel guilty about taking that time. And I think in in society nowadays as well, there's lots of... You see people on Facebook and they've got this and they've got that car and they've got this beautiful house and where you have to be keeping up with the Joneses, if you like. And I think when you get to my age, because I'm a lot older than you ladies... (laughs) I don't know about lots. (laughs) You You just say you're almost 50. (laughs) You just don't care about that stuff anymore. (laughs) You really don't. No, you don't. And all that matters is yeah okay I've got crystals and I've got the bits and bobs that yeah. make me happy but it's not about things anymore I think and it's no. connections isn't yeah. it or they're a band-aid for it yeah you know you might get yeah. a new handbag or a pair of shoes and it'll make you feel good for a while but really it's got to be what's going on on the inside and I think you truly know whether you're happy with something or not and if you're not then you've got to then take those very small steps in order to find that place of happiness because we all deserve to be it. That's right. So pulling it back to the kids, Ollie, he was outside a couple of – I just want to get your take on this – and he was playing with his cars and he was kind of talking and just very like quietly, softly spoken but in his kind of own imaginary world. My husband, who's a a non-believer – oh, no, I'm going to call him a fence sitter. A sceptic. He doesn't believe but then sometimes believes. But he's scared. But he's he's a bit scared. scared to believe. Kai's like that. Yeah. He's like – Hi. He's like, are you reading my mind? Are you reading my mind? <laughs> I don't believe in it. It's rubbish. But are you reading my mind? Yeah, reading that's my mind? Dan. No evidence that it doesn't exist, but not Could enough be. evidence Could that be. it does. Yeah. Anyway, Ollie's outside playing with the trucks. Dan said, who are you talking to, Ollie? And he said, I'm playing cars with Grandpa Jock. 
Now, that was my grandfather that passed away two years ago. So, matter of fact, did not even question what he said because to him it made perfect mm, sense. Yeah. Now, he passed away, I think, when Nolly was about six, six months old. So, he's not going to remember him no. at all. And I talk about him, but not all the time because I don't want to confuse them with Grandpa Jock. He's here, he's not, he's in the skies, the stars. Like, you know, where he just came out with that of left field. And then I said to Ollie after, Ollie, did you have a play with Grandpa Jock with your cars? And he said, yeah, but he's gone now. I said, don't leave. Ollie's got a, we laugh because he's got a bit of a Greek accent. He does, yes. He goes, don't leave, like that. <laughs> and and I said, don't leave, Grandpa Jock. But he's gone now. And that was it. Matter of fact. Yeah. Then there was another instance a few weeks after that where Dan said to me, Shan, come in the room. Ollie's saying stuff that makes no sense. Um, do you, Can you shed some light on this? And he's laughing and saying, Auntie Dorothy. Dan, with his sceptic, spooky face, then turned around and said, I reckon I know what this is. He said, I had an Auntie Dorothy. She was my nan's sister in England and we were the best of pals. And she was as cheeky as they get. She was naughty, like as in always wanted the, you know, the she was the the naughty auntie that would get you up to mischief and things like that. And Ollie's laughing at her and he said, we were best of pals when we were growing up because she would always like steal like sweeties and give them to us and things like that. And then a a week later I I said, have you seen Auntie Dorothy, Ollie, or talking to her? And he goes, yeah, she was in the pool. I mentioned this to Dan's mum and Dan's mum said, well, that's ridiculous because Dorothy couldn't swim. I said, well, Dorothy's now a spirit and she's in Australia (laughs) and she's swimming in the pool. She's like, screw She's on a lilo. (laughs) She's like, I'm swimming, lady. You don't need lungs for that. Great old time. But it was so specific. And I'm like, okay. And Ollie's had the night terrors as well. He's had those things. He is a sensitive boy. He's a little cancerian. You know, if he's done something wrong, okay, last night he hit me in the face with a bubble wand. So, of course, I'm like, don't you dare do that to mummy. Naughty boy. And then he cried. So then I had to hug him. I'm like, well, I've just been hit in the face and now I'm hugging you because yes. you've hit me but yeah. I'm now apologising for telling you off for hitting me in the face. So they gaslight you the whole time. <laughs> but that's sensitive nature. So, so what are the signs, I guess, if you've mm, got a so child like Ollie? I would say in your family, you've just sat here and told me, hubby sits on the fence. You are sometimes too busy to hear the messages, if you like. Yep. Uh, your daughter can take it or leave it. So I would say that they come to Ollie because he's the one that listens. So... Ah. Ollie's the one I in like your family. This. I'm not saying that none of all of you are spiritual. Yeah, but, um, but Ollie's listening. So they've come to Ollie because they're telling Ollie, and Ollie's passing the messages on. I always say with children like that, it's like my daughter hates tomato because when she was younger, mm. my husband used to go, oh, like that, don't give a tomato because he hated tomato. Right. So now, now she can't stand now it. Now she can't stand it. <laughs> now, if you show Let's... fear, so if, if you show Ollie fear, then he will grow up in the next couple of years. Every time he sees spirit, then he'll be scared of it. But if you say to him, oh, it's that's normal. really nice. Yeah. yeah, that's what I've been trying to say. So so encourage it. So the encourage other day, it, yeah. we just dropped Summer off at school and we we're walking back to the car. It was quite a leafy street. And he said, don't follow me. And I went, what? And I turned around totally vague because I've spent the whole morning being a drill sergeant and, you know, we're late for school. And yeah. I've just come down from that crazy drop-off scenario and then he turned around and realised no one was there and then didn't care anymore and carried on. Yeah. We see Ollie, it sounds like Ollie is bang on. Say if you went into your child's bedroom and they're crying because mm. they've had a nightmare yes. or something like that or they're saying that they can see somebody at the end of yes, the bed. Yes, Wolfie's had that, I, yes. I always say, just say, if there's somebody here, please leave. And they will, they'll leave. I've had a f- friend at school actually and she can't, 
I think her three-year-old, she can't actually leave the room at night. This kid is so scared that she has to fall asleep holding her kid's hand every yep. single night. Mm. The, the, just the fear. And she was saying that she and some of her relatives were Navajo nor Native Americans. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. So, yeah, she feels like it's passed, yeah, yeah. passed down. But she was like, I don't really know what to do. And it's the same with my son. He, I mean, occasionally he's woken up where he's just glazed eyes and you, he's looking at you like you're the devil. Yeah. And it's scary. Yeah. And so, yeah, I guess it's So it's what do you think we should we do should, as mums? What do we do? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, like I say, if you actually go into your um, child's room and yeah. and you can see that they're, they're distressed or they're upset. Um, my niece used to cry because there was a girl that wanted to play with her at the end of the bed. And, oh, far out. Yeah. Little girl goes, no, yeah. I'd absolutely <laughs> crap my dacks. I said to my sister. <laughs> to be scary movies. And yeah, that's it, their it, fault. It's the movie's fault because they played it on it that. It is, yeah. I said to my sister, just go in there, say, whoever's here, please can you leave? In a nice way. So, in a nice way. You know, yeah. say, if you're here, if you can hear me, please leave. Or ask your child to do that. Just say, I mean, it sounds like Ollie's completely switched on he knows what Must he's doing be, but i never gave him enough credit but he just kind of did this on his own yeah he sounds like a bit of an old soul he yeah. really does um ask them to leave if that doesn't work mm. and they're still there i've done things like um, salt it, you can use salt you got <laughs> i can't believe you know that well i don't know that they, tell me about salt well, himalayan have, salt well let's see my stepmother's very uh, intuitive as in she sees dead people all the time. She oh. can't really go anywhere without going, mm-hmm, okay, leave me alone. She astro travels. She does. It's crazy. And when she, when she is somewhere and you're with her, I almost get nervous because she brings it out. Yeah. Right? And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like suddenly a house that wasn't haunted is suddenly haunted, <laughs> haunted right? Because yeah, they're coming to doors chat with flapping. It. It's crazy, insane. But she did mention that if you put a little bit of salt in a bowl near your door or something, what is it, absorb it absorbs the evil negative energy? energy. Negative yeah. energy. Oh, well, yeah. We love that. So do yeah. that. Yeah, just carry a salt shaker in your purse. And anyone that's been not very nice at the supermarket, just start grinding salt <laughs> okay. on them. You're negative. There's that crazy, I don't like that crazy energy lady. you're putting out there. Or just throw salt at people. <laughs> anyone who's giving us one star on the podcast <laughs> salt in your eye <laughs> that's all I've got to say to you exactly. well they're not listening so yeah, yeah. but if you are you get if salt you're okay on. not even nice pepper salt for you <laughs> crystals that you can get uh tourmaline black obsidian mm-hmm. uh clear quartz doesn't have to be expensive yeah pop one underneath their pillow yes. so when they sleep dream catchers you were saying about oh, you yeah. know if if they have night terrors maybe invest in a dream catcher or make a dream catcher with them so that they've made it with you, it's a nice like one. Well, how can you make a dream catcher? Oh, they're really easy. Are you are YouTube, lady. Yeah, I'm yeah. just really, get, getting the. Really I'm just getting the, the good advice from Maria. And 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 the beauty with the dream catcher YouTube, is if you, that's overrated. <laughs> if you sat down and made it with them, it's got their energy in it as well. Ah, so that, see, that's because my daughter have, has one, and she had a bad dream the other night, and she she woke up and goes, "Mom, that thing didn't work." <laughs> <laughs> and I went, "Well, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Like, what it's, do you say? You had the dream, and then it caught it. Yeah. You see, that's my number one thing as well is believing." So so you might hang a dream catcher up, but if you're saying, I don't know if this is going to work in front of your daughter, yeah. or I don't know if this is going to work, but we're going to try it, you you need to put it up and you need to be really positive about it right. and believe it. Okay. You know, like and help her or him that's believe right. it. Like yeah. anything. The yeah. same as when you're putting the crystal underneath their pillow. If you say to them, you know, we're, look, we're going to try this, we're going to see if it works, this will protect mm. you, that kind of thing. It is a hard one, I think, when you're talking to kids in general as well. Like most kids, in the when they're scared of the dark, they're mm. scared of things like ghosts and things and I find it so hard to when they ask the question mummy are ghosts real because I don't want to say 
Oh, I teeter on the edge. Like I go, if I say yes, then they're going to. But freak then unfortunately, out and they they've watched Scooby Doo and yeah. Zombie Nation. Yes, that's right. So then they now freak scared. out and they'll get, they're not going to sleep and have this horrible. No matter what you say, they're freaking out because ghosts are real now, yeah. right? But also, even if you, I put it in a positive light and say, well, the only ghosts that will be there will be the nice ones. Like I just, so just what's a mind way of field. explaining it? Maybe I don't well, know what to do. Uh, I, I mean, I always used to say to my daughter, you know, like the Tooth Fairy and the Easter Bunny and Santa. Ghosts are a bit like those. They come come and visit when you need them. And, yeah, I mean, I'm lucky. I've been spiritual for the last, well, since I was born, I think. But I've never really had anything to do with a, a negative ghost. Oh, wow. That's um, amazing. I'm l- yeah, very lucky. They sage, you burn sage, you burn mm. incense, that kind of thing to get rid of oh, negative yes, energy. in my house. You want, you want to yeah, hear this? I did an MC gig recently and it was at the old Adelaide jail. I was wondering about that. Ooh. I was like, what are you doing there? Well, scary. I, it was a little... Yeah, because we were getting changed, not in the cells, but our green rooms were <gasps> the cells really? yeah. kind of thing. Just outside, I refused to go in. I'm like, I just know because I was nervous about doing the gig yeah. anyway. So I'm like, I need to not think about that. But it got darker and I'm like, oh, my God. So there was a couple of Aboriginal guys there who were doing the smoking ceremony. So I just said to them, even though I had, I'd borrowed a dress and it was quite expensive, I said, just smoke me up. I said, I can't. Did you? I did. <laughs> so no worries. I said, because so I stank of, I did. what was it? I did. Some sort of it's sage. 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 <laughs> And anyway, I was fine, but it was just when you're in a place that has so much history and the ghosts may have been very troubled people in there when they were wearing their meat jackets, um, (laughs) (laughs) it's it can be quite startling. The Adelaide Jail, I can't go in the hanging tower in there. That happened in the Tower of London a couple of years ago I was there. I've always wanted to go to the Tower of London and went in. And you know the actual tower itself because it's a big area. It includes Mm. the the Queen's jewels, but they've got the museum and the gallery and they've got all these different areas but then the tower itself is only quite small ish but i went you go downstairs to the dungeon oh, and i it. had that feeling of very tired all of a sudden and very hot i just needed to, i felt suffocated by yeah. the yeah. air do you have a, ever had that sort of thing and then you come out and you're like Whew, i need to, need to shake that. it off yeah yeah mm. so is that would you say that's sort yeah. of that feeling of yeah. sort of energy is kind of attaching or, yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, have you ever had a conversation with somebody and when you've walked away you thought, oh, my God, I'm absolutely knackered now? Yes. And, and it's raining. I get yeah. that also with our podcast yeah. many times. <laughs> Just joking. <laughs> we walk away from each other going, oh. <laughs> well, they're, they're, called, they're called energy vampires. So, no, you know, Tamara no, and you're myself. Not, you're but, not. <laughs> believe okay. me, you're not. The ladies. negative, you mean the negative. Yeah, yeah, you mean. yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and you need to clear. I mean, um, I get in the shower in the morning and my shower in the morning is my cleansing, if you like. So not just cleaning yourself, yeah. but I, I imagine, you know, that there's the light coming down and it's the cleansing, water's, clean- yeah. water's oh, cleansing yeah. you. You can chuck things like um, your salt in the bottom of your shower, things like that to cleanse, if, yeah. you know, all sorts of different things. So yeah, right. there's, I don't do it every day. But no, but sometimes when you when feel you, you need, need it. Yeah. yeah. So maybe if it. we're feeling a little bit, like we need a bit of a cleanse because we're snapping at the kids too much or we're snapping at our partners and also living the version of yourself that you want to live. We've all got this idea of what we want ourselves to look like and be. There's that opportunity now, I think, with some of these practices for us to to get to that. 
be grounded. We all, we all yeah, deserve yeah. to reach that state of happiness. That's right. Yeah. And maybe you could make me for Christmas instead of a coffee scrub, a salt one. A salt one. Yes, let's rub sure. it on. Sure, rub it on. She made me a lovely coffee scrub <laughs> once. I did. Yes, I was this close to eating it because it had coconut oil in it. It was nice, so wasn't it? But I'm thinking salt. Tomorrow's like, ah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> had some essential oils too. It was nice. You know, one thing I think that works against us at the moment is you've got Halloween who are all about ghosts and scaring. Yeah. Yep. And then during trick-or-treating, there was kids walking around with knives through their heads, like, you know, the hats. Yeah. And I'm going, what is that? That is too much. Now, the whole tradition of Halloween is very different to the commercialised state of it yeah, because it's a lot about the old souls coming, isn't it? Yeah. So now with all the all the fanfare and the and the the craziness and the scaring tactics, it then again places in our children's mind that that is a bit spooky and a bit scary. That is quite a good point actually, because a friend of mine died in a motorbike accident in the UK years and years ago, and my first fear was, oh my god, what about if he comes back and he's like, I don't know, you know, you just like you, it, how he yeah passed, how he how passed, passed away, away. Yeah. and they don't, they come back to you in a form that you. Um, if you see them, you might just sense them, but if you do see them, they come back to you in a form that is... As you remember them. When I did actually eventually see him, he came back to me in a form where he was a lot younger than what, you know, from when he passed and things like that. So commercially nowadays, they want you to have knives in your head and, you know, blood everywhere and things it, like yeah. that. Yeah, supermarket chains love it because you buy all the crap yeah. and you buy all the lollies and the kids are loving it because they're literally going around to people's houses and getting free lollies and copious amounts of them. So it's all this fanfare. And yes, it's fun and things like that, but you want these children that are they're gifted kids and these psychic children to have this ability to not be scared. So back to what you said before, I actually, I felt a bit daft. It was 3am in the morning and he was having a night terror and he'd gone through a spell of having them a lot. So Dan and I, my other half, were just like, we were virtually the walking dead of how tired we were because you can't do anything. Anyone knows a child that's had a night terror, you can't consult. It's actually, it's not just scary, it's quite traumatising because you can't fix it. You try. Well, you can't wake them up. No. Yeah. And even if you have, it's still like, even if you're like, just turn the light on if you've been desperate, it still doesn't work. Mm. It's it's an awful experience for, for you and them really. So I actually said, let him sleep now. He needs the rest. He went to sleep. It wasn't instant, but he hasn't really had a bad night terror. It's tapered off a bit. So... If your child is having some night terrors or you're thinking that they're scared of the dark, say it because I did. And coincidence, I don't know. But Ollie has been better off and more settled at night, which means he's less cranky during the day. He's less driving me up the wall because he's not cranky. He's sleeping. He's sleeping. He's getting a good good. solid 12 hours. Worked it out. Yeah. When my sister said to the little girl that used to sit at the end of my niece's bed, you know, she needs to sleep. Can you leave her alone? You know, if you want to come and see her. Just in a nice her, way, yeah. Yeah, come and see her during the day and she stopped coming. Let's organise that play date. Can you do two? <laughs> How's two? We can work around that. It's fine. I'll, I'll make snacks. Up. I'll turn off the TV. Snacks. There'll be carrot snacks. Yeah. Uh, you can have a chat. Do you like organic? Doesn't matter, does it? I'm happy to know. take notes. No, <laughs> Get the messages to who you need to. But Get I find it's, it's funny because growing up when I was younger in the dark, I used to hate going to sleep at night. I used to be awake for hours, even as a teenager, and I would have to have a lamp on. And I used to think I was ridiculous because I thought come on I should will and truly be out of this little kid state of being scared of the dark but I would be literally stiff as a board every night in bed petrified to go to sleep and I would only go to sleep out of exhaustion because I was 
like shaking like I'm scared scared but and people would say oh but what are you scared of like robbers and I was like no it's not I'm not even scared of murderers coming through the window it was something I couldn't see yeah it was the stuff that might be luckily because I have someone next to me now it's okay but I still find I I sleep sleep much better yep um, yes I do I feel much better and more settled if I know Dan's there and Dan sleeps by the door so I'm like you sleep on the door side I do I do I (laughs) kick him out I go Dan if a robber like robber what am I talking but I'm saying it comes in, you go and if sort it out. demon comes through that window, it's going to eat you first. How nice are we? Then what are we going to do? I actually have people visit me in dreams sometimes. People have passed away. So I'll often dream of loved ones and yeah. I know when I've woken up that, you know, it's them. That's a message. something, definitely. Yeah, definitely. And I've had a friend pass away a couple of weeks ago actually. Um, it was incredibly sad. He was only 39 of, of cancer. And... Um, yeah, I had a, uh, two dreams of him and he was really happy and he, there wasn't anything particular he was telling me that was – it wasn't some big message that he wanted everyone to know. He was just sort of, you know, having a little Letting chat. You know. A little chat That's and nice. he was smiling and happy. Yeah. And I woke up feeling really quiet, feeling okay, you know, that he was okay, I reckon. So, That's yeah, nice. Dreams are dreams are a nice way for them they to are. visit you. When you get dreams like that, that is literally a message. You were there and that is a message. She was getting so excited. <laughs> oh, my God. I, think you're I just got a message. Session. I know. Yes. No, it's true. Maria, yeah. can I ask, when you do, uh, when you have clients and they come in, yeah. what what exactly do you do? Like do you sit them down? Do you yeah. hold their hands? Or what's yeah. your process for so when you're? My process, I'm a little bit different to the psychics and things like that out there. Ask to hold your hand mm-hmm. and then I just pick up on your energy. So basically when I give you a reading, you're telling me All the everything. Yeah. Because I just get through, you know, things for, from you. Yeah. Uh, and then I just use my cards as a backup. Nine times out of ten, I'll pull the cards out and they'll just validate what I'm saying. Ah, and that's like you say you get the Love pictures that. in your mind yeah. and the flashes and the movies yeah. and the And yeah, I just jot scenes. down what I see. We had some of our mums text in and yeah. write into us. Tara said her son Brayden would see a man with a hat in his room that he didn't know, but he didn't feel scared. Tanya said when she's breastfed her her daughter Poppy, she said Poppy would look past her and smile. Yep. to her grandfather. Dee said her daughter Sophia often says she chats to her granddad and she's mentioned things before so off the cuff and random that no one else would know. Yep. Again, just being that channel, that portal, not second-guessing that information. What does that mean? She's just, as it's come in, Sophia's delivered it out yep. pretty much. And then Sonia asked, how can we recognise the stages of intuitive awakening and is there a difference between a child being an innocent child that's playing um, and then an actual psychic abilities? Is there a kind of a yeah, difference? Is there a difference? Um, yeah, I would say that there probably is. Ollie, it, he seems like a real old soul and knows exactly what he's doing. Doesn't scare him. I mean, there's a lot of religious beliefs as well, don't forget. Yes. I mean, I was brought up Catholic. So, you know, my parents used to say to me, oh, your imagination, things like that. Once you've got that into your head, I mean, don't forget, words True. are really, really powerful. So mm. whatever you say to your children, if you you show them fear if you tell them that it's their imagination if you tell them that they're making it up that will carry on into their life so Mm. your intuition I suppose as parents I never ever told my daughter that it was her imagination or anything like that although she sits on the fence about things like this I tried to say to her no what you're seeing is is you she still phones me now I mean um, she had a friend that died recently, uh, died this year. Uh, he was only young, bless him. They were supposed to be having a joint birthday a couple of weeks ago and her fire oh. alarm went off in her house mm-hmm. six o'clock in the morning wow. on the day of his birthday. Yeah. And she rang me and she was like, oh, my God, Mum, my fire alarm went off this morning. Do you think it's Alec? I said, yeah. And she was like, 
oh, what do I do? I said, well, change your batteries. I said, and if it stops. <laughs> change the bloody batteries. Let's <laughs> be practical go back first to, to make sure that dance is working. So on? she changed the batteries and then the message didn't stop until she acknowledged it. And once right. she acknowledged it was him and she went, right, okay, Alec, I know you're here. Happy birthday. And that was it. It yeah. stopped bleeping. Oh, wow. Because oh, they, wow. they say electricity... Because it's an energy form. They have to find a way to get to you. Yeah. If, if you like, not to get to you. It makes no, it sound connect, like they're coming after you. Oh, to connect on. with you. To connect with you. They <laughs> must find a way. And they will. And they're going to get you. <laughs> but like you say, no, it connect. could be a music. You might turn your radio on at a completely random time and listen yeah. to a song. And that is relevant to you. Exactly. So they find a way to give you the message. So our kids that do have psychic ability, because I believe it's so prevalent in them and maybe some adults that might be sitting on the fence probably would have had it when they were younger and maybe told to don't be so silly. Yeah. What's a good way um, for parents to cope with sensory overload of their kids if it's all a bit much? And yeah. They need to be grounded and they can't do it themselves, do they? Don't get me wrong, again, with society nowadays it is really difficult because nobody's ever got any time for anything but take them for a walk or sit them down and do something with them. So spend that bit of time with them so that they can process what's happening mm. rather than just say, oh, no, you know, that's just you being silly and, you know, sort of shrugging it off. Try and understand it. And if they can see that you're trying to understand it as well, that makes them better understand mm. it. It's really difficult because, I mean, you don't want your kid to go to school and say, I can see ghosts because their friends will be like, oh, absolutely. You know, absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, everybody's got, a gift and everybody has got a gift that they you know if you try and nurture that gift so there's as a parent I think it's just teaching your child you know you can see it you can hear it not everyone can Maria thank you so much for coming and chatting to us all about the spiritual world and how we can um, help those kids that have a bit of a special gift to to channel it better and how we can support them to do that. Yeah. like, But also the mums too, knowing that we get to a certain age, we've still got so many years left to live, let's hope, we need to be able to have the opportunity to live who we truly are meant to be and what we're here for. So helping us find that way we can get so lost up in our world of being a mother, we forget who we are. That's right, life is short. Also, just on a last note, do you see anything fantastic happening with this podcast in this podcast space, um, Maria? I think <laughs> we would be heads. it would be <laughs> it would be remiss of us to uh, not uh, not ask that question. Um, so yes, sorry, go on. Maria. Right, okay. So on my way here today, now <laughs> oh, I don't look know. At her. <laughs> Chanel just pipes up. Look at her. I'm not sure which one of you this is for, but I did get a new person coming into one of yours lives so um there's a i want to say pregnancy. don't say baby oh shut up don't no, say baby no i want to say pregnancy but i don't Why do you f- want to say that i don't like, want to say that no i feel like i feel like it's either going to be you're either going to be an auntie or and Steph told me she's finished so one of you's going to get the opportunity to travel for this but oh. it's only going to be one of you because the other one has to stay behind for something Ooh. and uh, and it's going to be a major trip Oh, that's okay. You're going to be like, oh, I don't know if I can fit this in, but you'll find a way. Okay. But we stay together. No, that's why. Because one of you has to be here to keep everything going. And then you're literally going to have to be FaceTiming each other or whatever to do, to make it work. Oh, so, interesting. Okay. I don't want anyone to travel. We're going to get sick. No. Don't. <laughs> I don't want to wear the mask on the plane. No, I'm already anxious. The anxiety. <laughs> Thank you, Maria. That's okay. Thank you. Thank you. You're Not the too. best. Wow. 
lady, I'm how insightful. Out. You are you freaked out by in all those the best things? way? And I wanted to ask more questions, like tell me more about my future. <laughs> but we couldn't. I'm like, well, it's not about me. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got a message? Pardon. Is my is any of my family members coming through? Am yes, I going to be rich? Yeah. Are we gonna be who good? can you see? Who's sitting next to me? Who's sitting next to me right now, Maria? <laughs> who, who, who? But she was beautiful. Maria's an energy healer or an energy receiver, let's say. So she goes on um, your energy. She does face-to-face as well, which is really beautiful. Um, hold your hand and just sees what comes through, that's which is really right. special. Maybe that's why she felt tired when she left because you're feeling tired from the COVID jab. Oh, maybe. She might have picked up on that energy and yeah. she was like, oh. Or we sucked her dry of information. <laughs> poor, I think that's what woman. it was. If you are in Adelaide and you want to get in touch with Maria, send her an email back to beautiful at hotmail.com. Business is called Handmade Pendulums and she's just bought us two beautiful gifts. They are stunning. <gasps> They're beautiful. So hit up Maria Clark. Crystals. They are. And who doesn't love crystals? Oh my gosh, I love them. Mm. I'm going to make earrings out of them. Are you? No. No. I don't I know how to think do that. So. I'll just hang them from my rear view mirror. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Blind people with their driving behind you. <laughs> ding, <laughs> the sun ding, hits ding. Them. Here comes Tamara. 40 degree Adelaide summer causing crashes behind me as I go. Look at me. There's Mystic Tamara on her <laughs> yeah. way. Just love and life. <laughs> No, we don't suggest doing that. No, it's not a good idea. But get in touch with Maria if yes. you would like to, you know, maybe find out about a couple of things um, that might be going on in your in your spiritual life. Yeah, I think it's a nice way to get a bit of a reset. Know you're on the right path or maybe a, the best way path. to change it up. Yeah, change it up. All positive stuff moving Nothing forward. better than it? shaking shit up and changing direction sometimes. <sighs> That's right. And watch out, Chanel, because watch this space. Uh, motherhood, a beautiful nightmare. Only up and up. I hope here. so. Later. <laughs> uh, Maria, you can get her on back to beautiful at hotmail.com. Motherhood, a beautiful nightmare is produced by Soundball Productions and hosted by Chanel Franklin and Tamara Linky. We would love to hear from you, so please email us on motherhoodabeautifulnightmare at gmail.com. Or just for kicks, check out our website at motherhoodabeautifulnightmare.com. Also, if you enjoyed this episode of Motherhood, A Beautiful Nightmare and can find two minutes in between managing those little nutters, we'd be so grateful if you could rate, review and subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast. Hey, word on the street is it helps people find us. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.